The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. back to another edition of MLB DFS Crickets, your Monday, June 5th edition. Hoping everybody had a good weekend and is ready for another week of MLB DFS action. We have a nice little seven-game slate to attack here. Um, last time we talked Saturday, my goodness, what a day. Seven grand slams on Saturday. Volquez, no-no. Pull holes for one of the grannies for number 600. Great day of baseball. Good stuff yesterday. Didn't you know, wasn't glued like I usually was. Caught up on the stats last night. Good stuff. Let's get into today's action. Quick look at your weather. Seven-game slate. There's uh, some thunderstorms in Cincinnati between the Cardinals and the Reds, but it dies off as the evening dies off. So everything should be just fine at worst. You get a late start, but that game should play in. Phillies at Braves. You got 50 to 60% chances of thunderstorms throughout the night. That one keep an eye on because that is a phenomenal hitting matchup that we want to attack so, so bad. And yesterday, I had a phenomenal lineup going, and I was told that Kansas City and Cleveland, you know, very, very light chance of rain. You know, it might come in, but minimal, minimal delay, nothing really. So I set my lineups, went off and did things, and uh, yeah, Trevor Bauer... I still cashed, but it prevented me from a big, big day because my bats went off. So that was frustrating. Um, and he had sale matched up with him. It was frustrating. Je- Marlins Cubs wind blowing in hard from left field. Very, very hard. It's been playing big and Wrigley when that's been true, so keep an eye on that. Blue Jays A's wind blowing out hard to center field. Two lefties on the mound in Oco Coliseum. So, yeah. Seven games, two games with rain, one only one with the real chance to make things interesting. Hopefully it avoids Atlanta because we want the bats in that game. When it comes to pitching, your highest priced arm is Carlos Martinez. He's 12-5 and he's in a great, Amer- uh, great American small park. He's coming off an outstanding start against the Dodgers. Eight innings, four hits, one earned, nine Ks, nine Ks in back-to-back, seven Ks and three of four. 20-plus in six straight starts, you know, 19-plus in seven straight. He's been great. He got rid of those silver dreads, and he's been amazing. But he's going into a very, very sketchy ballpark with good hitting conditions, even if if uh, with high humidity, decent temps. Ball's going to be flying out of there more than normal. 
Uh, you know when you talk C-Mart, the last 30 days he has a 26.62% K rate, which is outstanding. Walking on a little less than 9% of the batters he faces. Um, when you're working against... One second here, let me pull up the right page. And he's taking on a Cincinnati team striking on less than 22% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Uh, good ground ball rate for Carlos Martinez, but um, very tough ballpark. So he's the only pitcher in the five-digit range. going to be extremely chalky. Just keep an eye on him. Um, good arm, bad ballpark. A lot of money for a big you know, flip of the coin. Could be in for a great night, but uh, I'm going to limit my exposure there, and I'll go to the next guy, which I know I told you the other day I wouldn't usually pay as much for him, but tonight's a different different night, and it's mainly because of, A, the weather in Wrigley with that wind blowing it hard from left. The Cubs offense, which is just not the same in baseball, when it comes to the Cubs versus right-handed pitching, we're talking uh, very low. Uh, we got a 22% K rate. 230 average, uh, 165 ISO, 306 Woba versus right-handed pitching. I'm talking Dan Straley, who has been really good, really good at striking out batters. Uh, striking out of almost 26% of the batters he faces, walking about 10%, which is always his problem. That uh, that wind blowing in is really, really nice to me. Uh, he's a fly ball pitcher, so that helps a ton. Blowing in from left, uh, they do have some good lefties in that lineup, no doubt about it, but uh, the right-handed bats will be handcuffed a little more than normal, and his ownership will be extremely low. Cubs are not your Cubs that um, we've been targeting them lately, and it's been working pretty well. So, Straley at 91 will be extremely low-owned. Next up, you got Jeff Samarja, 8900 bucks, Big, big strikeout arm. We know Samarja striking out over 28% of the batters he's faced in, faced in the last 30 days. We're talking a 28% K rate, only walking 1.47% of the batters he faces, which is outstanding. Um, swinging strike rate of 11%, decent ground ball rate of 40.5, limited in the hard hard contact, as I mentioned. He's like third on the barrel fifth the last uh, 30 days. When it comes to Milwaukee, same story, different day. Striking out almost 25% of the time. Great 189 uh, ISO 329 Woba, which has dropped a bit, but it's a great ballpark. We know um, very, very hittable when it comes to uh, Milwaukee. The 428 team total. Lefty sitting 344, righties 273 versus the Shark. So it's it's a crapshoot. I'd rather go Straley for a 200 more than Samarja, but Samarja has extreme strikeout upside. But uh, those Milwaukee bats, they, they woke up over the weekend. Shaw's been on fire. Thames swinging it well. You got Aguilar at first base as well. Some decent lefties in that lineup. So uh, Sharks a good GPP play, but temper your expectations. Next up, Gio Gonzalez, $8,000. Gio just continues to get it done. Many say with smoke and mirrors, which I understand. But, you know, six and a third, three earned, six Ks at the Giants. He's getting you know, like 18, 19 points in almost every start. He's 8K going into LA, uh, striking out on almost 21% he faces. He does have a walk problem of 21 point, or sorry, 12.1%. But he's you know limited, limiting hard contact. A lot of things to like in his last 30 days. 
the barrel FIP has not been ideal, but 6% barrel rate. Uh, that, but the K rate in the last 30 days, almost 13%, which is pretty darn dreadful. Going up against, excuse me, against the Los Angeles Dodgers, who we know struggle against left-handed pitching. Coming into tonight, the Dodgers are striking out 21.2% of the time versus lefties, 247 average, 170 ISO, 324 Woba. So the ISO and Woba have improved mightily for the Dodgers against lefty, but still striking out a ton. Only batting 247, Babbitt at 284. A lot to like with Geo. Um, they've gotten better because they got Forsyth back. Chris Taylor uh, has been a monster. Puig had a decent, you know, last week. They do have better options, so it's not as much of a lock as the past. But Geo always goes overlooked. It's a good GPP play at eight thousand dollars. One of the more popular middle-tier plays, and I can't really blame you. We've been on him both starts since his return from the DL. He's going up against the Giants. It's Junior Guerra at $7,600, coming off six innings, four hits, no earned, four Ks versus the Mets. His two starts from, for, since returning from the DL, 17.2 and 21.3 points. Um, decent strikeout arm, not overwhelming when it comes to Guerra. We're talking almost 22% K rate. Uh Limiting hard contact, decent ground ball to fly ball. Uh, it is a bit scary as the Giants' bats have heated up on the road, which I said on Friday. Expect that. They had a huge weekend in Philly, going to another really good hitter's ballpark in um, in Milwaukee. Giants striking out 19.7% of the time versus righties. 230 average, 130 ISO, 282 Woba versus right-handed pitching. Those ISOs and Wobas are just dreadful. Um, even in that big Philly series, it was a lot of just hits, hits, hits. Not a ton of homers. Like Crawford went deep on Sunday. But, uh, Nunez, I believe, went deep Sunday as well. But overall, like in that big game on Friday night, I don't even think they hit one homer. They might have. I don't think they even have one home run. So that's how the Giants have to do it. They have to piece it together, get walks, get hits, doubles, stuff like that. Not a huge home run team. that, But when they're clicking, they're clicking. So... It's interesting, but Garrett's in a really nice spot uh, where most will be on some margin in that game. In- interesting play for sure, and he's only 7600 bucks. Another one I'm intrigued about is uh, J.A. Happ. Second trip off the DL. Was decent in his first his last start. Four innings, three hits, two earned, three walks, three Ks. Only 81 pitches. Supposed to have a much, much larger leash in this one. K rate of 26.4%. Very, very limited walks at 3.5. We know he can give up some loud, loud contact. There's no doubt about that. When it comes to the A's against left-handed pitching. Um, sorry, I'm just waiting for the page load. There it goes. A's against left-handed pitching. Striking out 26% of the time versus lefties with a 240 average. 140 ISO, 293 Woba. ISO's a little below average. Woba's definitely below league average. Big K rate versus lefties. Jay Happ pitching in Oco, which is a great transition from uh, the Rogers Center. If coming into the game, I can find out. It's going to be tough. It's a late game. For some reason, teams and beat writers have not been getting this news out early, which is very frustrating. But if, if Happ's getting us 95-plus pitches, so he's basically back to normal at 7,300, I love it. It's a great matchup. You know, you got Chris Davis and, uh, you know, Lowry's a switch hitter, Pender, a right-handed bat, 
know, Rizal's hits lefties well. Sneaky little A stack if you feel like it. But it's a really, really, really good spot for Hap. Should be overlooked. 7300 bucks. Oco Coliseum. Big K rate. Uh, I like me some J.A. Hap at 7300 bucks. Very, very low-owned, I have a feeling. And then your punt play of the night. Eddie Butler, 5400 uh, he got rocked his last time in San Diego, but prior to that, he's been filthy for us. Uh, K rate's not as ideal as we would like. It's only at 17% going up against, uh, the brew crew. We know like, or not the brew crew, sorry. The cut fuck, game tough going up against the Marlins who we know, uh, does, you know, not the most potent lineup. You got Bohr and Stanton, Ozuna, Yellick. Those guys are hitting the ball really well. Rio Muto hits righties well. 5400 bucks. Wind blowing in hard from left, as we spoke about, which is huge because most of the power for the Marlins is right-handed outside of Boar, Yelk, minor power. Marlins striking out 20.3% versus righties. 264 average, 146 ISO, which is about average, a little below average. 315 Woba is not bad, not great. So... 190 WRC plus isn't horrible either, but it's not great. They're they're basically average. So he's a punt play at 5400. Probably give up a few runs, a little bit of K upside, nothing too crazy. So there's your pitcher, Seamart, high 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 price tag for Great American Small Park. You know, very much could go off, but lefties do hit Seamart pretty well as a whole. Uh, or sorry, no, they don't. Those numbers cannot possibly... Oh, no. That was the wrong team. My bad. Okay. There it is. Yeah. Lefty's hitting 315. Righty's 245 versus Seamart. So, it could be a sneaky little play. There's no doubt about that there. Something to look into um, with the Reds. But it's it's risky. Dan Straley, 9,100 at Chicago. I'd like as a GPP play. Samarja, 8,900 at Milwaukee. Geo, 8K at the Dodgers. Junior Garrett, 76 versus the Giants. Hap, 73 at Oakland. Eddie Butler, 54 at home against the Marlins. So basically, as you can tell, there aren't really any stable pitchers tonight at all. It's a lot of, there's a lot of good upside, especially in the strikeout departments, but the, the ulterior, like, all these teams could blow up. They're either hot teams coming in or just really good baseball teams. Hot teams and good ballparks to hit in are just, hot, just good baseball teams. So it's going to be one of those roll the dice nights. If you can get a couple good pitching lineups, you're going to be looking good because the bats are there, folks. Let's get into it at your catcher's position. If you're looking at Houston, Evan Gaddis is 41 versus Ian Kennedy. Uh, Brian McCann's 36. I love both. I love McCann at that price tag. Ian Kennedy. Big strikeout arm. He's only 5,500 tonight, so if you want to roll the dice that Houston has an off night, Kennedy's got huge K upside, but he's given up four runs or more in at least four straight starts, getting blown up. Uh, McCann at 3,600, huge upside for at least a home run or more. When you're talking Houston, Houston team total 461. Lefty's 305, righty's 317 off Kennedy. That's why I don't mind Gaddis either. So both are in play. Buster Posey, 41 versus Guerra. Yadi Molina, 38 versus Wojciechowski, the youngster Wojciechowski pitching for Cincinnati tonight. See how long he can go. Then you get Reds bullpen. St. Louis, obviously in play. Rio Muto versus Arides, 3,700. For all you BVP lovers out there, I think it's an extremely small sample size. But Rio Muto's 5 for 5 off of Butler in his career with a single, or at the double, triple, and a homer in there. So he's hit him in five at bats. See if Russell the Love Muscles back for Toronto tonight as he's facing the lefty Manaya. 
That could definitely be a play. The Jays versus Manaya. Manaya's been pretty good. Second lowest team total on the board. Lefty's hitting 209, righty's 314 versus Manaya. You have Tyler Flowers versus Pavetta in uh, Great America. Or no, SunTrust Park. We're back in SunTrust in Atlanta, so the ball will be flying. Mention McCann. Um, Andrew Knapp at 3,500. Left handed catcher for Philly versus Cologne. Definitely in play. As lefties love feasting on Cologne. Lefties hitting 339 off Bartolo. Righties 318. Look at you know, Kurt Suzuki at 3100 versus Pavetta if he's on the lineup. Uh, Jet Bandy 3K versus Samarja. Salvador Perez 2900 versus Mike Fires is phenomenal. Fires threw a good start last time, first time all year. Huge, huge, huge home run guy. Giving up over three and a half homers per nine. Hard hit rate of 31%. Not a big strikeout guy with fires. You got Kansas City on a 4-3-19 total, which is big for them. Lefty's 3-18, righty's 3-84 off fires. So, Salvi Perez at 29, extreme value in that one. Team, uh, there's a game total of 9 in Kansas City. Um, should be some offense there with fires and Kennedy pitching. If for some reason Miguel Montero gets to start behind the district Chicago, that left-handed bat versus Straley is very nice at 7,900. Uh, Cubs, lefty's hitting 280, righty's 320 off Straley, but keep Montero in mind. Pena, 2,900. Uh, Fegley versus the lefty hat for Oakland, 2,700. He should be in the lineup for sure. Not your lineup for sure, the A's lineup, so keep him as an option. Um... And as you go down, you Tucker Barnhart, a left-hander bat at 2,500 versus Seamark if you want to punt something. But other than that, not too much else to really get too excited about there at the bottom end of your catchers. I like McCann at 36 and Perez at 29. Some nice value there in that one. A catcher, or first base, Ryan Zimmerman, 5,200 versus Ryu is outstanding. Justin Bohr, 5K. It's a high price tag, but Bohr is crushing everything um, wind blowing in from left, not from right. It's still going to knock the ball down quite a bit, but uh, lefty's hitting 383, righty's 375 off Butler. Justin Bohr is in a phenomenal spot tonight. You got Eric Thames. Big weekend, bat starting to heat up again. Uh, lefty's hitting 344, righty's 273 off Samarja. Thames is in play at 47. I've said it like every day for the last week. Give him outfield eligibility, DK. He's playing the outfield every day. So that way we can have Aguilar play first and Thames play the outfield. Like they both went yard one day. I told you that they were both good choices, but you have to pick one. So could have saved a lot of money and went to Aguilar for the home run. Votto, 46 for Seamart. Uh, sneaky play. The Reds. The Reds are a great play tonight. Everyone will probably be on Seamart on the mound, so the Reds will be under-owned. It's a GPP play because if, you know, Seamart's on, you're screwed. But great ballpark. He's been rocky against them. And then, you know, traveling – Big game against Chicago, Sunday Night Baseball, yada, yada, yada. A lot of things in play. You got uh, Cody Bellinger versus Gio the lefty. It's an interesting matchup there. Rizzo versus Straley at 43. That's a nice price tag on Rizzo. That price tag is lower than normal, folks. Uh, switch hitting Kendris Morales for Sean Manaya at 43 can be interesting. Brandon Belt versus Garrett at 41. If you're stacking the Giants, I don't blame you. If they're hot, they're hitting. Uh, it's a good ballpark to hit in. Belt's 41. Smoke 4K versus Manaya, switch hitter as well. Not bad there. Eric Hosmer, 39. Kansas City stack can be sneaky. I know they're inconsistent. It's all hell for us, but it's sneaky against a pitcher like Fires. Ryan Healy, I mentioned it before in the season. He's super streaky. 
Well, big weekend on Saturday, four for four, double dong. He had one for four yesterday, one for four Friday, but 40 points on Saturday. My goodness. He's up to 3,800 bucks facing the lefty Hap. Um, now there are worse things you could do. Healy first base, third base eligible. Uh, lefty's hitting 299, righty's 294 off Hap. But uh, Healy could be sneaky. Yeah, Matt Carpenter, 3,700 versus Wojciechowski in, in uh, Great American Small Park is an interesting play. Matt Adams, 3,700 bucks, first base outfield eligible in SunTrust. Adams was on fire all weekend in Cincinnati, hitting everything and hitting it well. Braves have a team total of 516. Lefty's hitting 321, righty's 499 off Pavetta, very small sample. But Adams is a great play tonight, one of the top plays on the board tonight. First base or outfield, if you want to pay up at first base, use him in the outfield. He's thirty-seven hundred bucks in that ballpark. Phenomenal play. I mentioned Jesus Aguilar from Milwaukee. If you want a Milwaukee stack, you're not paying up for Thames. Good left-handed bat versus Samarja at thirty-four hundred. Um, as you go down the list, it gets a little bleaker for sure. Yeah, I wouldn't go past. Um, don't go past Aguilar. Pay up past that at first base. Second base, Jose Altuve, 5,800 in play. Almost 6K. That's insane. He's in Kansas City, which is a phenomenal pitcher's ballpark. And he's 5,800 bucks. He's like, that's more than Coors pricing usually. Bryce Harper was six grand in Coors, six plus. This is insane. Daniel Murphy, 5,100. Chris Taylor, damn it. Damn you, DraftKings. Up to 4,500 bucks. He's phenomenal, phenomenal against Gio Gonzalez. Great matchup. He's going to be super low owned at that price. I'll say that much, but it's hard to pay that much for Chris Taylor. He's been great. I'm not taking that away from him. Um, he had a big game on, on Saturday, 44 DraftKings points, but that sandwiched around two zeros, 4,500 bucks. Wow, that's tough to put in your lineup. Whip Merrifield, 4,300 versus Fires. Merrifield's on fire. Another high price tag for a guy, but very much on fire, extremely low owned. Got Jed Lowry, switch hitter at 38, definitely in play. Ben Zobris, 37, is in play. Uh, Joe Panic, 37. Um, love, love, love Cesar Hernandez, 3,500 bucks in that great American small part. That's a really good matchup. I mentioned uh, Rides are hitting almost 500 versus Nick Pavetta. I know Brandon Phillips let a lot of people down over the weekend. So if you don't want to use him, I totally get it. But he's only 3,400 bucks. Nice cheap piece of some Atlanta offense with the highest team total on the board. Chad Pender, second base shortstop eligible versus the lefty Haps, only 2700 That's a really good matchup for Pender as a cheap kind of punt play. I love Haps tonight, but I mentioned the A's have some nice, you know, bats against the lefty that could be sneaky. And Pender at 2700 bucks. we've seen him double-dong twice this year. But he's, 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 he's like that all-or-nothing guy. He's rarely going to get you like a three-single game or a double and two singles. He's either hitting you a home run or two, or he's probably getting like a one-for-four or an o-for-four. So... Just keep that in mind. Third base, Marwin Gonzalez, $4,800. Third base, Alpha eligible versus Kennedy. He's phenomenal. Travis Shaw is on fire. Huge weekend. He's $4,700 versus Samarja. Milwaukee should be low on. Samarja's been great. He's been one of the best pitchers in all of baseball in May. Um, I will have some of him because of that K upside, but I'm not going to be surprised because of like four runs. I just want like seven innings, four runs, and like eight Ks from Samarja. Because he's only 8900 bucks, so you're not paying like the five-digit range. I'll accept that 8K, four-run, seven-inning game. Like, give up your three home runs. I have no problem with that. I, I'm coming to expect that already right now. But the, the way the slate is, like I told you, with pitching, it's ugly. So you're going to 
if you find that diamond in there, like an Edison Volquez that just comes out of nowhere, you're going to win. But other than that, you're going to have a, a lot of like three earned run games. You're just hoping for quality starts mm-hmm. right now. Anthony Rendon, 4,600 versus Ryu is a great play. Got Chris Bryant at 45. Eduardo Nunez having a hot, hot weekend. He's 4,500 bucks versus Guerra. He's third base outfield eligible. Josh Donaldson, 4,400 versus a lefty going back to Oakland. He's been back before, so it's not like an immediate revenge game, obviously. But Donaldson versus lefty used to be automatic, and he's he's the sixth third baseman on the board, which is outstanding. He's 4,400 bucks. Great play. Uh, Bregman's been swinging it well. He's 42. Adonis Garcia's back from the DL. Another right-handed bat versus Pavetta at 42. Love Mike Moustakas tonight at 4100 bucks. Always overlooked. Great piece of a little Royals action, even a one-off. At 41. Great matchup versus Fires. Uh, Hernan Perez, 3900 Jed Jericho hits right. He's extremely well in that ballpark at 3900 bucks. That's a sneaky, sneaky GPP play. Jed's, uh, you know, he's one for four. Uh, on the fourth, and he he left for like paternity leave, I believe, or a grievance in the family. I, I apologize for not knowing exactly what it was, but before he left, he was three for four, so back to back double digit games. He's you know not the most consistent guy, but that power upside in Cincinnati versus that uh, Wojciechowski is huge. So Jericho at thirty nine is definitely in play. Mitchell Healy, Eugenio Suarez, Logan Forsythe, second base, third base eligible at thirty five hundred against the lefty Gonzalez is a really good play. He's, um, might be leading off against the lefty. Forsyth could be a nice little punt at second or third at 35. Paul DeJong has been swinging a great stick. I mention him almost every podcast. They even have him playing versus righties on the regular. He's playing second base, but of course, Drag Kings has him at third base. Wish he was at second, but he's 3200 bucks. Real sneaky play if you need to go there. I'd probably pay up because there's some really good options up there, but he's sneaky. Mikel Franco is another one, 3200 bucks. I know he's been very disappointing this year, but he had a huge weekend. Homered yesterday. Good game on Saturday. He's facing Bartolo Colon, who's been horrible this year. It's almost time to hang it up, Big Sexy. Big Sexy, I'm a big fan, but you got to know when to quit it, and it's getting close to that. Um, that ball flies, and I know we prefer lefties there, but that makes Mikel much lower owned with potential upside. So keep him in mind. Rayu Ruiz, the left-handed third baseman for Atlanta, gets to start. He's 2800 bucks, but Garcia's been getting it most days. And then Trevor Plouffe versus a lefty. If he's in the lineup, he's only 2500 bucks versus J.A. Happ. Uh, his playing time seems to be diminishing of late, but we know how Plouffe can crush lefties. He's 2500 bucks. It's tough to punt at third base, but if you want to make a kind of weird lineup, go for it. Short stop, Carlos Correa on fire. He's um, fifty five hundred against Kennedy. They definitely priced up these Houston bats, rightfully so. They're crushing the baseball, and Kennedy's been getting crushed. But damn, Trey Turner four hundred versus Ryu. You got Zach Cozart forty two hundred versus C Mark. Cozart is just on fire. Double donged on Sunday. Everyone keeps waiting for that regression, and it should eventually come. But my goodness, what a year he's having! Uh, yeah, Corey Seager, Javi Baez, Brandon Crawford thirty six hundred. Kept saying all weekend how much value he was. He was still like 33, I think, yesterday, which is crazy. Went yard yesterday. He's been hitting the ball really well. Another good good matchup tonight at 36. Crawford's definitely in play. Got Tulowitzki versus the lefty. Manai is only 3,300. Nice upside with Tulo. We know Tulo can hit lefties rather well. Um, you know, he's, he's slumping. He's not consistent by any means. But, um, you know, Tulo can run into him. He's 3,300. Lower price. High upside guy with Troy Tulowitzki. 
Kiki Hernandez versus a lefty. Kiki's been playing actually pretty well. I know last year he was kind of a running joke playing versus lefties. Was bad. But he's been playing against lefties and righties. Uh, he's in the midst of a little slump now. But earlier last week he was actually playing well. I was playing him a lot. And um, he's 3,300. We know he can hit lefties extremely well. Outfield shortstop eligible. So Kiki is a good option tonight versus Geo. Uh, Letimus Diaz is only 3K versus uh, Wojciechowski. Swanson, Dansby Swanson is only 3K versus Pavetta. Swanson had a decent series in uh, Cincinnati. Both nice cheap shortstops with upside. In that one, I mentioned Chad Pender at 27. That's probably your best punt. Our boy JT Riddles, 2600 Price tag went down for our boy Riddle, but another nice punt play there. And then Adam Rosales versus a lefty. He's only 2100 bucks. if you really, really, really want to punt shortstop. Rosales hits lefties well in his career, extremely well. Heading to the outfield, you got George Springer, 5700 double donged again yesterday. Probably one of the hottest hitters in all of baseball. Just insane. And people were so worried about him like a month ago. Crazy good. He's not stealing bases still, but 16 homers now. Bryce Harper, uh, 5,500 versus Ryu. You got Matt Kemp, 5,300 versus Pavetta. Kemp has crushed it so far in an early small sample at Sundress Park. Crushed it. Stan, 51. Ozuna, 49. Marwin Gonzalez mentioned him. Carlos Beltran, 4,600. He's taken Kennedy deep a couple times. Swinging a really hot bat. The old man Beltran is very, very hot right now. So he should... He's always low-owned. Price tag's gone up. He was in the low threes at one point last week. Up to 4,600 versus Kennedy. Adam Duvall, 46, always in play for a GPP home run upside. Christian Yellick had a big series, swinging a good bat. He's 4,500 versus Butler. But I'm just worried about that weather in Chicago. Like It doesn't mean that no one's going to score, but I'm talking it's like 60%, 70% of the time. That weather, when that wind's blowing in, big impact. Just like when it's blowing out, it's a big impact. So just keep that in mind when you have your Cubs and Marlins bats. It's There's still potential there, but it's not as strong as it once was. Yeah, Nunez at 45, mentioned him. Domingo Santana from Milwaukee at 45, mentioned Bellinger. Josh Reddick at 44 versus Kennedy is nice, very nice. Dexter Fowler in Great American Small Park versus Wojciechowski at 44. So nice upside there. Joey Bats versus the lefty Manaya at 43 is definitely in play. Randall Gritchick at 42 is in the minors, so you're not using him at all. Billy Hamilton's day-to-day at 42. If he's in the lineup, he's sneaky, but I, I'm not sure he's playing. He's pretty banged up. You got Belt. Piscotti had a big Sunday, big, big home run. He's 4K in Great American Small Park. Ender Enciarte, 4K, definitely in play. He's been raking in that park, raking overall. He went yard again yesterday. Denard Spann, he's up at 3,900. Man, how he's risen up over the weekend. He's been producing for us, folks. Getting on base, scoring runs. Uh, Span at 39 is not a bad play. Tommy Pham at 39 is good. G- uh, Puig against Geo 39, I like a lot. Yeah, Broxton at 38. Low Kane at 37. Home run upside versus Fires. Aaron Althair is a big, big power hitter. He's slumping lately, but he's big, big power bat against Cologne at 37. Mentioned Matt Adams at 37, which is outstanding. Scott Shebler has his uh, day to day. I doubt he plays tonight, but if he does, he's 36. Howie Kendrick swinging a good stick. I've been using him against lefties. Uh, he gets Cologne at 36, so he's in play, but I prefer him versus lefties, but definitely in play in that game. That game, Phillies and Braves, I pray to God that does not rain out. Kevin Pillar, 3,300 versus the lefty Manias. Nice value there. K with the Chris Davis is only 3,300 versus Happ. He went deep yesterday. That's phenomenal value. If you're not pitching Happ, Davis at 33. But that home run upside is great GPP value. It's just really, really, really good. 
You got Jason Hayward at 32 versus Straley. Um, as you go down the list, Frank, Franklin Gutierrez against Gio Gonzalez, 3,200. He'll play against the, the lefty most likely. You got Brandon Moss, sneaky GPP power upside at 3,100 versus Fires. Moss will run into him from time to time. He's got uh, nine homers on the year, so it's not like he just completely disappears, but he seems like he does more often than not. But good upside against the home run pitcher like Fires. Got Jake Marisnik at 3K with some upside. Rajay Davis versus the lefty, likely leading off. He's only 3K. Very good. He loves hitting lefties. Loves them. 3K, some nice potential upside there. Odebill Herrera is 2900 bucks. He is on fire. What a weekend he had. Hopefully he's waking up. Because remember, Odebill used to be in the 4K range. He was awesome. He's 29 versus Cologne. And Michael Saunders is 29 versus Cologne. Two lefties in that ballpark are lefties just crush. And lefties are hitting 339 off Cologne this year. Herrera and Saunders are amazing. I wish we had like Kershaw or Scherzer or Sale on this league. Because those are two outfielders I can plug in automatically. Awesome outfield options at 2900. Then again, it might rain out. So keep plan B in mind. But plan A, Saunders and Herrera are, those price tags are just bad. I don't care if they've been struggling in this matchup, DK, you've got to price them up so that it's at least competitive. Like there's nothing competitive about that. It's just crazy. So there you have it. There's your bats on this seven game slate. Some really nice value across the board and just great upside everywhere. Uh, pitching, once again, you got Seamart at 12 5, Straley 91. Shark at 89, Geo 8, Guerra 76, Hap 73, Butler 54. Um, you can put your Marlins and Cubs in if you want. Just beware of the weather. I love the Braves. Love, love, love them. Lefty's 321, righty's 499. Matt Adams is a must play if you're playing the Braves or just a one-off. He's great. Phillies 484 total. Lefty's 339, righty's 318. Love them. I told you Herrera and Saunders are stupid cheap. I love Cesar Hernandez. You know, you've got the shortstop if it's Blanco or Galvis. Uh, Franco's a sneaky play, the catcher, uh, Nap if he's catching. There's a lot of good things to like, but that, those cheap outfielders are just crazy. Um, Cardinals versus Wojciechowski, I get it if you want to go there. Astros versus Kennedy is outstanding. They're priced up like no one's business, but those guys are great. I love the Royals as well. Lefty's 318, righty's 384 in that one. So a lot of nice Royals in there. Reds are sneaky. Brewers are sneaky. Uh, we know... The upside of Martinez and Samarja are huge, but so are the Reds and Brewers bats in those ballparks. Throw in the Giants if you want. Giants could be extremely sneaky as well. Dodgers are improving versus lefties, so keep that in mind. Uh, Jays versus a lefty, not as good as it used to be, but still not bad. They have the second lowest team total on the board. Nationals have the lowest on the board. Keep both of those in mind. That, that, those are interesting. You usually don't see those two names, especially versus lefties on the bottom of the board. But, yeah, it, it's a very interesting seven-game slate. I know I say that a lot, but if you listen to this whole podcast, you can tell that the pitchers, there's some really interesting upside, but, wow, downside's crazy. Lots of really good bats, some interesting pricing to attack, lots of good stacks. Hit me up on Twitter, at BDIntro, with any questions you have. I'll, I'll help the best I can. Um, should be a fun slate, though. When you're checking out the slates, there's the big, you know, I think it's $6, 950 entry. I think it's 50K to first place or whatever. Fun one. Good price. Sure. Love it. Uh, there's the $55, I believe, which decent payout, less entries. Good, big, sort of, not bad. I prefer to look for at least 25% or more for the most part if I can. Um, 
if you want to be sneaky tonight, the payout's not nearly as big. I think the max winner is a thousand or fifteen hundred bucks. But the four dollar twenty max, it's paying out over twenty eight percent of the players, which is pretty pretty darn good for a GPP. Like I said, you're usually hoping for twenty five percent. It's paying out over twenty eight percent. You're not making nearly the cash you'd make on the other ones, but with smaller entries, it's less than three thousand people entered, and it's only twenty max. A lot of the attention will be on the other tournaments. This might be a good time for you to, uh, you know, have some good success. If you're not that big of a player, nothing wrong with that. The dollar and the quarter arcade are phenomenal. I started there. That's how I began. So there's nothing wrong with that at all. But just wanted to mention that tonight that everyone's going to be focusing on the $6 and the other ones, which I totally get. Big payouts. Awesome. But that $4.20 max, very few entries tonight. Payout's not nearly the same, but hey, would you complain if you made 400 bucks, 500 bucks? I wouldn't. I'd be totally fine with that. Because also the pay line will be a lot less in that tournament than the $6 and the $55. So keep all that in mind. I just wanted to bring that up. I look at slates every night before I go to bed to see which ones I want to attack. And that one's very intriguing tonight. So good luck. Fun, interesting seven-game slate. Again, hit me up on Twitter, at BDNTrick. Check us out, thesportsdegens.com, at thesportsdegens. Hope everybody had a good weekend. It was ready for your Monday. Good luck tonight. I'll catch you guys tomorrow.